You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. Right, we're talking baseball on a Monday as we are. It's unbelievable that we are nearing July already. It's June 29th. Al, that means the year is almost half over. Well, you have to go all the way through July, I think, for the half over. No? Uh, no, no, that June. would be seven months. You oh, go I got June. you. Right. So Let me six do the months math. will be up on Wednesday, which I is see. amazing to me. Yes. But and then that, it's the soon. I was thinking this the other day. Soon it's. Back to, like, oh, don't when start. the car don't start. doesn't want to start because it's freezing outside. Why do you got to go there? Can we just enjoy the warm weather for a few more months? Because usually we get September and October is very nice. And if you're lucky, you get a nice November. So let's not push it to December already. Let's just kind of go through it. All right, going. Jerry. That also means the baseball season is almost halfway through. The teams have played about 76, 77, 78 games. And we have now pretty much seen almost all of these Met phenoms. And quite frankly... They've all have turned out, aside from Rafael Montero, who's hurt right now, um, they've all turned out to be what we've thought so far. And Steven Matz is the latest yesterday. He was actually exciting to watch, not only the pitching, the hitting, all that, but how about the fact he had 130 people there? And of those 130, Grandma and Grandpa are there, and Grandpa's going nuts. Grandpa was very into it. He, he at one time, during the third hit, I believe, that Matz had as a, as a hitter, he mouthed O. Oh, and then the SH word. A bleep? Yeah, a bleep, but they yes. caught it right on TV. He was very into it. I like that, like being able to, I mean, that grandfather has lived what looks like 90 years. Yeah, sure. And now he gets to see his grandson playing sports. I always pictured, now both my grandmothers have passed away, but I pictured them having that reaction if I ever got married. I go bleep. Yeah, like, like oh, my God, <laughs> jumping up and down. They'd be shocked, you know, like that, like a guy hitting sure. a major league thing. Now, I will tell you this. When we were watching, the, I don't think Craig said this on the air, but a little behind the scenes this morning, we were watching the the highlight package of Matt's and getting all his hits. Craig said, uh, well, he goes, you know, all those all those hits were because the players oh, were out of position. he said that today. Oh, he did. Oh, they he were did. out of position. Yeah, he did. So the center fielder was playing shallow on the double. Sure. Uh, his single that went right through where shortstop the shortstop should have been. He was covering the third second hit was base. Legit. The third hit was legit. When I saw it in slow motion, that was a line drive. The second baseman got a lot of air yeah, and hit. still couldn't get it. Absolutely base So hit. that was and clean. By the way, I actually think, and he's right about the second one because the shortstop's cover in second. But, and by the way, how many great hitters in the history of baseball got base hits on hit and runs set up right. that way where the second baseman's going to cover and you punch it to the right side? Bloops are hits. Listen, bleep happens, they're base hits. I thought the double, though, now, you want to tell me they were playing shallow. I thought they were just playing at regular depth, and I just think he put a drive into that ball that was not expected. Right. And, I mean, they, it wouldn't hop the wall, for God's sakes. Right. So, I was a Billy Hamilton, I think, if I'm not mistaken, as the center fielder. I thought the kid can hit, and he had a good – he hit the ball well in Vegas. It's Vegas fine. but And he even said after the game, he goes, you know what? 
I don't want to be an automatic out. And he takes pride in hitting, just like a lot of these guys do. Now, we mentioned Grandpa. Now, did you see Noah Syndergaard uh, the, a couple of days prior no. with Great Aunt Helda was Helda? there? I think it was Great Aunt Helda. How, was she, how old was she looking? She looked old. Old as the grand, as she, uh, oh, I, grandpa? She looked older, actually. Really? But she was there. Was and she in she a box or she it. was in a regular seat? She was, oh, you know, it's a great question. I don't know the answer. I want to say she was in a regular seat, but now that you mention it, maybe it was one of the seats out of the boxes. In the I don't box, know. yeah. And the other thing, too, you mentioned about the families and everything being into it. Since you saw, you know, the replays, I don't know if you saw this. They did show um, Matt's mom on a couple of occasions. Yes. And there was the one time, I think he was 3-2 on Votto, and they showed uh, his mom, and she had her hands folded, and you can read her lips saying, come on, baby, come on, baby. I mean, that's mom. Yes. It, was actually, it really was pretty neat. I always feel weird, like like he said, he had 130 people there. Yes. What if he, now the first inning, he he sails the first pitch over the catcher's head. The second. Uh, the, that's when you left, right? And the, uh, well, we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> and then he gives up that long home run. Right. Well, not really a long home run, a home run. The second one was huge. All right, the one a home run he gave up. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, if I'm one of those 130 people, you don't know what you're in for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? Like, this could be a long sure. day. And then what do you do at the end of that game if you're 130 people deep and he had a horrendous performance? I think you're one that slips out the back door. You're like, we, we left her. <laughs> and send him an email. You know, I never got to yeah. see you. Yes. You know, thanks. And uh, you go get him next time. So, yeah, Bye. I did go to that game yesterday. I originally had tickets that Craig gave me for his box for the 110 start, Matt's starting. And I was very excited for that. Then this suspended game happened, which doesn't make sense to me. Why? I don't know why. I guess you couldn't call the game after five innings because it was tied. Well, they were through six. They were through six. So they had passed right. the... Correct. I, you, the usually, can't you call a tie game in baseball or no? Uh, they try very hard not to rule a tie game. Yeah. It depends. There are times, I believe, if you get into, let's say, let's say you get into early September and you got the Mets playing the Rockies. And they don't play each other anymore. And it's a Sunday, and that happens. I believe you would call that a suspended possible official game to and where it, you can end up with a tie at the end if it doesn't mean anything for either team. Right, that's what they should have You done. might have to come back, though. If there was a, there was a tie. I, God, I forget the year. There was an issue with the Giants and the Mets. If you got, Bobby Valentine was the manager, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I remember it right. With the Giants and the Mets where a game got rained out, and the Giants actually refused to cro- fly cross-country like October 1st to play the game that they would have needed that would have given them a better seed in the playoffs. I, I, I figure if I have this right or wrong, but something along the where they said, you know what, we're good, we'll just go in as we are. I think it was before the second wild card. It would have been just for they had a chance to win the division or they could have been the wild card team. And they refused. And they just took it and went in as the took wild, the wild card. card. Yes. So you can make up games later. The issue here was you've got Sunday. You've only got to play three innings. And because the Mets gave up that run when Granderson dropped the pop-up and then they scored the run, had that game ended 2-1 in the sixth, complete game, right. rain, uh, rain shortened. But because it was tied, you're not going back to It's not literally. You're not going back to the last but lead. But be, being at the ballpark, to go there initially to be excited for the match start at 110 and to get there – and now you got to sit through what was a horrendous. I mean, nobody can score. No one can score. It was so boring, Jerry. It was raining. Yeah. It was misting. No one was into it. 
I, I think a lot of people, I, and then as soon as I saw Matt sail the first pitch over the catcher's head, gives up the home run to the first guy, I looked up at the scoreboard. It, they actually had his his ERA stat up there of 27. No, they, they didn't. Put it, they put it right up there. <laughs> 27 ERA. I'm like, what are we doing here? Let's go home. And so you took off. And I took off. And in the car, I heard the hit after hit after hit that he was getting, and it was exciting. But he brought the excitement back. That suspended game killed everything yesterday. And yesterday was also... Uh, Lucas Duda growth chart day. I saw like a big poster. You got a big poster yeah. that's six foot four, as tall as Lucas yep, Duda, yep. and you're supposed to put that on your on your wall at home for your kid to measure himself. I think it's great, Lucas Duda. I got to give the Mets credit. I think the Mets that's a have. Good one. I think they have had great. You know these free shirt Friday things. Yeah. I think are great. They've got one. They've got an emoji one. They were advertising during the game yesterday. Coming up, I think in two. Uh, I don't think this Friday. I think the next Friday. Yeah. Or when it may be after the All-Star break. That one looks great. You had the David Wright t-shirt Friday. I know David's not playing, but that was a good-looking t-shirt. You had a good Matt Harvey one earlier in the year. They got the bobbleheads. Right. They really have. They've done a good job. The concerts I don't really necessarily care for, although I thought Steve Miller would have been fun. If that would have been a great one. And it was Saturday night. Right. But I, they've done a good job. And the, 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 the attendance is, forget what some people think, the attendance is creeping back up. And if they keep winning and they stay in this thing, I think that ballpark is going to be packed in August. I would like to see them make a run, Jerry. Which pitcher would you give up if you had to give up a pitcher of the young Zach pitchers? Wheeler. You would, right? Yes. Because we're doing fine without him. I don't know if anybody him. would take him. Why? Because they'll be afraid he's injury prone. Well, here's well, not injury prone. I would like to think if I'm a GM, I'm going to say, wow, you know, Tommy John surgery. But look at no one has trouble coming back from Tommy John surgery. Essentially, you know what you had before the Tommy John surgery. Theoretically, he should be stronger after. He was one of the studs, still is. And if you're the Mets, is a Met fan right now, with who they're trotting out, going to get upset if you traded Zach Wheeler? No. He's almost the forgotten phenom. He's forgotten. So, therefore, I think he's easy to move. If you Let's say you package a Zach Wheeler and a Jonathan Neese. Could you get something that's tangible offensively? I think you probably could. Right. I, want the, I really want this kid from Minnesota, this Buxton kid. Who's that? Who I tried to mention. I don't know if anybody heard of him. He just got hurt. He hurt his finger. He should only be out about two weeks or so. He's, I believe he's a center fielder. He flies, and he hit for power and average uh, in the minor leagues. I mean, if you're, I mean, I, he's not going to help you right now this season, but boy, oh, boy, that would be a kid. If you could get him and you're looking towards 16 and beyond, have him and Ligaris in the outfield. I like it, Jerry. Of course, I'm assuming he's an outfielder. Yeah, I would just assume that. Yeah. I assume any power hitter is an outfielder or a third baseman. Or first baseman. Or first baseman. Yeah. Shortstop, second baseman, not Shouldn't a power be. hitter. Not a power hitter. Of course, hitter. A-Rod was. What about a catcher? Would you consider Could a be. catcher? Not really, though. So, really, only a second baseman is not a power hitter. Remember when we were growing up, if you were a shortstop, it was okay if you hit 225. As yeah, long as you just you're the main everything. fielder. You batted eighth. Right. Second baseman was kind of a – Tommy Herr was a pretty good second baseman. All right, he hit the ball a little bit, but – if you hit the ball, great. If you didn't, eh. I feel that way about catchers. That guy's crouching every every sure. pitch. Then you want him to back up first base? No yes, chance. You, I would you, ne- yeah, if well, I was yeah. a catcher, I'd be like, I'm not backing up. And throw guys out first base. It's where Yadier Molina so damn good. Yeah, you know, big fan of Molina. Yeah, big Molina. How about Posey? He hits the big ball. Posey guy. Now here's what the the brilliance of Bochi though. They did it early in his career. I mean, they give this guy a lot of starts at first base. He looks thin to Bochy be. Bochi or Posey. No. <laughs> Bochi and Posey. Posey looks thin for a, a guy who I would think consider a power hitter. But he's in shape. Yeah. And he hits he's the ball muscular. a ton. The muscular. Giants, I know and no one's paying attention to the Giants around here. The Giants are remarkable. They, they were supposed to suck this season. 
And here they are. They're like two games behind the Dodgers, and we're almost in July. We're sick of them throwing no hitters, and we're sick of them winning World Series. Yeah, Jerry. yeah. You know what though? I disagree. I actually don't. I like watching them play. They're you fun do. to watch. There's something about the Giants. Like I find teams, and people will yell at me for this. That's fine. I find the Yankees boring to watch because if the Yankees aren't hitting home runs, they don't score. Now, when they're hitting a right. ton of them, it's fun. The Giants go station to station. They can hit home runs. They can triple you out of a ballpark to death. They can pitch you to death. They're just, I don't know. If I was going to watch watch a team on a regular basis that I really don't care about but would like to be entertained, it's the San Francisco Giants. So MLB Network showing a Giants game. You've I'll got nothing it. else on you're watching. Totally watching. You're it. tuning in. Which, by the way, my son now knows all these MLB Network hosts, and it's funny because – he was very disappointed Samantha Ryan was not doing quick pitch yesterday. And I find it amusing. Even my wife came up to me. She goes, does he even know that we went to her wedding? <laughs> like, he fi- you know, it's just weird. Like you went getting- to her wedding? Sam's wedding, yeah. She worked here? Yes. At FAN? Correct. Doing updates? Yes. How do all these people that worked here doing stuff, they, they move up in these other jobs? I don't get it. Like, Well, why not? Kevin Burkhart? Well, why wouldn't you? I would think this is a, one hell of a thing to have on your resume. They haven't plucked anyone from here in years. Well, who's looking Since to I've go? Been here. I've been here almost eight years. Let me ask you they this, They haven't though. plucked anyone Out of, who's other looking, than Chris Carlin. Who's looking to go? Well, Minko would like to be. The only thing Minko would go uh, I don't think it host dis- MLB no Network. No disrespect to John Minko. He's never done TV. So he's good. So I don't know. I think he's very happy. He's kind of looking towards retirement. He's what got about, a great pension. I, why, well, he's not going anywhere. What about CeeLo? I think Chris has potential. He's but potential. what has Chris done TV-wise? Nothing. But See, what, what, all these, what did Kev, what did uh uh, uh, what did um Kevin Burkhardt do? I, no, TV I, I don't know the answer. Nothing. I, Guy I was selling cars. Now he's still, on that. Fox. He looks good though. He does look good, right? Women. And he love got him. himself on SNY. Now here's what he did. It was smart. He went to TV, no question. But he went reporter to reporter job. His gig here was covering the Jets, and they would send him to a lot of Nick things. And he was just he really was mostly a reporter, and he would do some shows and some anchoring to make part of his deal work, but he was a reporter. So he took a reporter job in radio and and segued that to a reporter job in TV. Makes total sense. I believe 100% in my heart I could go do, I could be a TV anchor. I'm reading scripts yeah. off the teleprompter. I could do that. I've never looked. Never thought about it. I, I always see. wanted to do mornings at the fan. Right. I mean, well, you're doing it, Jerry. You're living the dream. Plus, I got four jobs. Right, you do have four jobs. I don't want jobs. anymore. All right, now let's move on because um, enough with this topic. Uh, Tom Cruise, you were telling me this, and I'm fa- I'm hmm, I sound like I'm who, fascinated. Who says fascinated? Is that Craig? Craig does. I'm fascinated by the fact that you're telling me Tom Cruise is jumping back into the Top Gun world. Is he's this in, possible? He's in for a sequel, Top Gun Two. Wasn't that movie thirty years ago? It was, uh, I think, eighty two, eighty three, somewhere in there. No, it had to be later in eighty two because I was oh, I saw so? it. I would have only been eight oh, maybe years like eighty six. I was going to say mid to late eighties. All right. I'll give you that. Maybe 86, 87. Yeah, 30 years ago. People love that role, though. And Tom Cruise, I, I, I don't mind people coming back to an, uh, to an old role. I'll give you a, a movie that's in my, it's actually in my top five movies, and it's a similar situation. With here. a lot of spacing in between? A lot of spacing in between and where you thought it might be ridiculous, which okay. is the movie Rocky Balboa. Which is was I guess Rocky Six, but they called right. it Rocky Balboa, which I never saw. It is a terrific, really good movie. First of all, it's ninety minutes, which is tremendous. Right, you love that. It's got a really great story uh, of Rocky Balboa and where he is post fighting career. He's running a restaurant, okay, and they want him to get back into fighting. But it's a, a more, a much more realistic look at 
an ex-athlete's life and then uh, what it's like to be called back to your glory days, not sure if you should do it, and to see yourself up against you know guys that are younger, stronger, faster than you. And it's just a really good movie. So if they could do something like that. But Tom Cruise is not going to go into this. And it was 1986, by the way. 86, okay. There's no way that Tom Cruise is going into this acting as if he's going to be the father-in-law of some maverick mm-hmm. that wants to start flying and doing upside-down tricks in a fighter jet. Right. He's going to get in the fighter jet and, and beat Tom recreate, Cruise. Recreate, right. Just like Terminator is back out again with now, Arnold right, Schwarzenegger. Here, see, that's interesting you say that yeah. because I saw the trailer for that the other day. And what I thought was interesting, and I guess you got to give these Hollywood guys a little bit more credit than I am thinking about Top Gun. Why is he doing this? The trailer for the Terminator thing looked like they've gone so far into the future that it was Arnold Schwarzenegger now fighting against Arnold Schwarzenegger then. Oh, okay. To where it looks like they, you know, we were talking about holograms and stuff like that. It looks like they've reincarnated the old one to fight against the new one. I, by the way, I never saw the movie. Which is Terminator? Sad. I never saw Terminator. I was a big Stallone guy, and my brother loved Schwarzenegger. And I remember saying, I'm not watching that because I like Stallone. <laughs> so stupid. But I, to this day, never saw Terminator. That's a good one. Commando's another good Arnold Schwarzenegger. Never saw that movie. one either. See, I would go see First Blood. Commando. Right. And Rambo. I would not go see Terror. I would not go see Commando. I would say Commando sounds like a cheap version of Rambo. You're right. Okay. That's fair. It was sounds that after like Rambo or First Blood? I'm sure it was after. Because First Blood to me was, I mean, what a tremendous movie. And done cheaply, but great. Brian Dennehy in that movie. That was a great film. How about that Sylvester Stallone wrote that first Rocky? Yeah, like and had to wrote, sell it. Right. Yeah. And well, actually, That's amazing. Shouldn't even say that. He had to sell it to the studio. He would actually would not sell the script because right. people didn't want him in it. Right. Which is right, really, Jerry. and you talk about, it's one thing Craig always talks about, if you're confident, bet on yourself. There's a guy who bet on himself, and he could have ended up just being a butcher or Sylvester Stallone, and look what he became. Yeah. Uh, because most people think Sylvester Stallone is stupid. And clearly not. dopey. Clearly not. Well, Rocky was stupid. That's why. The Rocky character was very blue collar. Plus, how many actors or how many movies can you have the lead actor literally go through an hour and a half without saying a damn thing like in First Blood until the very end? The first time I ever heard someone bet, say bet on themselves. Yeah. I was work. I won't say where I was working, but I was in Strip a club. I was no. I was in a position where I was I was not the person doing the interviewing, but I was a lower level person that was in the meeting. Gotcha. And Max Kellerman came in to be interviewed and he was very cocky. Yeah. And he just kept saying, I bet on myself, so. And I'd never heard that before. I was, I, 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 that made an impression on me at the time. There's a guy, by the way, went from local radio and hit it big in ESPN. What was his local radio? Well, for me, I guess HBO he was doing with the boxing. But so that's then, where we first knew him from. Yes, and then ESPN Radio in New York hired him locally. And then he went from there to Bristol, and he does a show with Michelle Beadle. Yeah. By the way, Sports it's Nation. amazing that, you know, how many times we had her in there, how great she was. She is so good on that show. Did you see the latest one, Sports Nation with Marcellus Wiley, where she bet Wiley something? I forget what the bet was. But she lost, and she had to go go to the Laugh Factor or where? Oh, yeah, Laugh Factory. Out in L.A. And she had to do stand-up with yes. his stupid joke book. The whole thing's hysterical. I did not I mean, see that. You talk about a girl who just, like, gets it and has fun with life. But there's another, you know, we were talking, I don't know if we were talking off the air or on the air about this one, about these shows. So, so ESPN with Sports Nation. Good luck finding it. They change the time and the, well, the channel they put it on all the time. I saw a rerun of it just flipping around on Sunday morning, yeah. which clearly that was from last week. It right. wasn't. 
I don't know when anything's on. Sometimes it's on at 6. Sometimes it's on ESPN 3. Sometimes it's on ESPN News. Like it, it, I don't know who watches anything just anymore. Just put it on a channel and leave it there. I right, agree. Jared, that's all I got. This, you know, is here. Although, in fairness, we did move this podcast. Someone, that's what I heard. Someone moved it. I guess it was also available, the, the post-game podcast, on the Boomer and Carton page. Mm. That is no longer. But that's not usually what I tweet out. I usually yeah, I don't tweet either. out the direct link to just us. That's what I do, Jerry. Because, well, by the way, let me give CBS Sports, and I didn't realize right. they'd do this because I don't – usually when the show's ending, I'm in the other studio. Yes. But because we got out a little late today, I came out, I saw the very end, I didn't realize they do a nice job promoting the podcast. They do at the end. They How put great it is there. that? That's very nice of them. A couple more times throughout the show wouldn't kill you, but very nice. Big shout-outs. <laughs> I'm kidding. Very nicely done. We appreciate that. That's it? That's all I got. All right. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, yeah. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.